Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Drunk women solving crime. Drunk women. Drunk women. Drunk women. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Hello. Hello. Leeds, how are we doing? We're doing ever so well. This, of course, is Katie Wilkins. Hello! I don't know why I waved. Hi! I'm so far away from you tonight. (laughs) That is on purpose. (laughs) It's the smell more than anything. (laughs) But um, this is Sassy Katie. Katie is um, Detective Sass Hull. She's being sassy this year. Yeah. Tell us a bit more about that, Katie. Trying to stop... I'm owning it. I'm trying to stop being a walking apology. (laughs) It's going very well. (laughs) We'll see throughout the show. Uh, So this is uh, Taylor Glenn, Detective Asshole. (laughs) I'm just an asshole. (laughs) Are we ready to introduce our guest? Yeah! Oh, then please put your hands together for writer, actor and creator, Emmy Asayan. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Emmy, we have one question for you, and that is, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes, I have. Go on. (laughs) Not a crime. Guys, I have been the victim of mobile phone fraud. Oh, my God, it was actually so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) 
basically, I'm one of those people who's like, oh my God, how do people get like, like how do people get fraud done on them? Like, it's so silly. So basically, earlier on this year, somebody called me up and my mobile phone was due for, uh, you know, one of those um, renewals. renewals. Renewals, yeah, cool. And uh, <laughs> female workplace. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, yeah, you're due for a renewal. So I was rushing to work and he sort of said, yeah, you know, um, we've got this beautiful phone for you and you're gonna get a great discount, etc. You don't need to do anything. We're just gonna send you a code. You just need to give me that code. The code got sent to me. Guys, you really need to read those texts because the text actually says, if somebody is asking for the code, please don't give it to them. <laughs> I didn't read it. So I gave him the code Ooh. and he proceeded. And oh. basically there was some point during the conversation where I realized, I think this actually might be fraud, but me being the people pleaser that I am, <laughs> I didn't have the heart to like tell him, so I just let him carry on and thought I'll sort it out later. Oh my and god! I, I know. Oh, I, oh, I'm so embarrassing. This is why I'm so embarrassed. And I think it was at the point when he said, "I'm going to WhatsApp you the details." That I said, "Yeah, this is uh, this yeah. is not legit." So I had a very fat, fat phone bill at the end of the month, and it took a very long time to get rid of that oh, off no, my account. So you had to pay it off you couldn't like no they basically give you credit and i really couldn't afford the whatever how much iphone it was so yeah that was uh, very oh, silly no. so like did you report it yeah i did they don't really do much they just sort of take the details down i had to tell them the very embarrassing story and they were like oh so you gave the code and i was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he sort of said they said oh we do send you that text just to let you know and i said yes um <laughs> did you read that yes i did uh but what had happened was, and then I just continued because <laughs> I hate it when the, when the tone of the police goes from sympathy yeah. to you, stupid yeah. bitch. Yeah. They, they don't have to rub it in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I had, like, when I had my phone stolen, I rang up the police because you've got to have a police number or whatever mm. it's called. We're real detectives. For, um, <laughs> for like your insurance to get like the insurance payout. And um, I, yeah, and I, I remember the, the person, the policeman on the phone was like, was it definitely stolen? And I was like, yes. And he was like, are you sure? Because we're having lots of insurance fraud. <gasps> and I was like, I've just been a victim of a crime and you're accusing me of doing another crime. And I've done it since. Sure, I didn't realise you could. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you do end up feeling quite, yeah, quite yeah, shitty yeah. about it. So did they get a new phone in your name? I would be like, they got a new smart enough to do insurance fraud? Thank you. <laughs> they tried to. The guy was even saying to me that he was going to come, someone's going to come to your house and meet you at the door. And that's when I was like, okay, I really do need to find a way to get out of this right now. Wow. <laughs> Still let it carry on, by the way, because I'm really a people pleaser. <laughs> guys but yeah. <laughs> you had cookies <laughs> waiting for them <laughs> but they they managed to cancel the order but they wouldn't take the charge off they just were like oh we're gonna put credit on your account and it's like yeah oh so you just had to um, yeah oh. so the money came out and each month oh. there was credit on my account and mm. yeah it was, was it was it like hundreds yeah it was like a new else. iphone that it bought oh. cheeky <gasps> that is so much and also i've worked out this is not interesting or funny but <laughs> bear with me <laughs> Bear with me, Leeds. Is that like if you buy an iPhone like new, it's like six hundred pounds or something, seven hundred pounds. But if you do the thing where you pay monthly for it over twenty-four months because you can't afford to buy it, that it's something like two thousand pounds. And I realise that's not news to anyone, like how fucking crooked that mm. is. But that's awful. <laughs> yeah, it was. And that was the day she learned about interest. <laughs> <laughs> 
we've got this new thing where apparently I'm ever so naive, apparently. (laughs) Because you found out that fetish clubs exist, and you're like, I didn't know that. (laughs) Really? And then we started workshopping, like, uh, there's probably a naivety fetish club, and we were just picturing what that would be like. I thought it was an ice cream parlor. Oh, what's all this stuff on the floor? Oh, God, it's not ice cream. Um, I'm not naive. I know about jizz. So, um, <laughs> really sorry, Emmy. This is yeah. not where. <laughs> Hope that helps. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know, no, we do offer some therapy on this podcast, though. We always say, um, what would you say to that person now? So if you had that bloke who was on the phone, mm-hmm. um, maybe he's on WhatsApp or something. Well, he blocked me on WhatsApp, so that Did was quite rude. I started messaging uh, him. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> I felt really insulted. Like, I let him go through it, you know. I really encouraged yeah. him and, like, was really a nice <laughs> forward participant, you whatever so you want to call it. Um, him. I really yeah. was. Just sending each other memes about the queen. <laughs> and he blocked me. Rude. Yeah. Very rude. So what would you say to this guy now, if you had him in front of you, what would you say to him? Or do you can do anything you like. What would I say to him? Why did you do that to me? What was it about me? Was it your naivety? (laughs) I kind of like, what would I say to him? Why would you do that to me? Yeah. 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 I take these things very personally. Yeah, but also I guess you're just a phone number to him, aren't you? You're just a... Yeah, is yeah. that how, how do they find you? Is it just... This um, is the thing I don't know. Yeah. Oh, this is the thing. Rosie Holt, who was our last guest on the podcast, she she basically, her crime was that she has been a victim of like every single scam that has ever been approached oh. to her with. <laughs> she just went, okay. <laughs> and, and she said that apparently scammers, they will apparently share the numbers and the contact details of people that have been victims of several oh, scams. Really? Database. And then, oh yeah. Gosh. And then I think that what she said is they've set up like a kind of scamming support group where they just scam them. <laughs> Crazy. Are you joking? No, apparently that's true. And I love that as the end of any sentence. Apparently that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why people are saying you're naive. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Um, well, thank you for sharing that with us. No problem. Yeah. It was very painful. <laughs> but <laughs> Has it made you more cautious? Do you, are you sort of on the lookout for scams more than... Oh, you? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everything. Like, I'm like, is that really the price of yeah. this now? <laughs> Everything. Yeah. I'm like... I'm just a conscious ID person. before I go anywhere. Because yeah. <laughs> I found that once you're scammed, like, I am so rude to actual customer service people because I don't trust anyone. Like, even if I've called them, I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Southern water. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta watch. It's a balance. It's a fine balance. <laughs> um, so, uh, who is ready for a true crime? Okay, so today for our true crime, we are in Bedburg, Germany. That's not a place. (laughs) Germany. (laughs) We're in 1582. Ooh, too soon. (laughs) (laughs) And can I tell you, it's not a great time to be alive, guys. Ooh. Um, Any guesses on why it's not a great time to be alive in 1582? No dentists. Okay. Mm. (laughs) I mean, there might be dentists, but... They've got no um, anaesthetic. <laughs> Sometimes we'll just have a sensible answer. Yeah. I like it. We've got to have a bit of balance. Um, was the plague around at that time? Oh, hold that thought. Oh. Okay. I'm not sure techno had made it to Germany yet, so it would have been a very dull time at the clubs. Do you know, it's very close. It's the war that's raging <laughs> oh, between Catholics clubs. and Protestants. It's Blair and Oasis. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, 
also there is several outbreaks um, of the Black Plague. So you're oh, right. It well was the done. plague. Yes. Right. Yeah. Not only that, Bedburg also had its very own serial killer. Wow. Okay. You're right to ooh. You're right to ooh. <laughs> now, what do you think it is about this serial killer that makes him stand out? Um, particularly. Um, so, you know, we're still talking about this today. Not everyone is, I realise, but um, I'll give you a clue. It's something that he wears. Oh, mm. human skin? Okay, okay. <laughs> I just rewatched Silence of the Lambs. I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's where my head went. <laughs> Any advance mm. on human skin? <laughs> Any thoughts on human Advanced. skin? <laughs> <laughs> I like it, I like it. Keeps it. all my organs in. <laughs> hmm. Human skin. <laughs> yeah, what is he wearing? Is he wearing a clot, for example? <laughs> why? So pe people have noticed his clothes. Yeah. Why, why haven't they caught him? They just seem leaving the scene of the crime. Is I mean, has he got a jaunty hat? What are they? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? They're just like let him off. <laughs> we got jaunty hat and we've got human skin. Um, Emmy. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, she's just picturing the human skin. I'm like, oh god. I mean, that is just a man. <laughs> human, if he just got human skin on, didn't say anyone else's human a skin. Naked man. Yeah. He's wearing clothes. Do you think they were naked around those times? Yeah. Okay, so you think he could be a naked serial nudist. killer? Nudist. Nudist serial nudist. killer. Oh, they're all nude in Germany. They love nudism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did they have saunas? I guess. Because he. He would have been in the sauna. Take it a stand. Public sauna. Was it the first time wearing an all white suit? Because that's a bold move. <laughs> Particularly for a serial killer as well. Long, <laughs> long before Westlife hit the scene, <laughs> was this guy just like, I'm a killer, but I wear white because I don't spill. <laughs> I don't know. That is a bold move. Do you know what? It's not. Guys, it's the skin of a wolf. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of like, kind of cool. But he was, so what do you think the villagers of 1582 thought was going on? What did the fuck did they think when they saw, and to be fair, they probably, they didn't see him much because he was quite a good serial, good serial killer. He was like, you know, he, they would see him from a distance and he'd have this big sort of wolf's, the whole thing covers his whole body. What did they think? I don't know why I was about to act it out. <laughs> Wait, isn't that a kink? Okay, so you're yeah. thinking maybe it's a furry well, thing? Yeah, know. what's that thing? Do you guys know what it's called where yeah. you wear Is it animals? furries? Furries. I heard yeah. that. I, I answered way too quickly on that. <laughs> furries, I think. Wow, Hannah. I didn't know they were fetish clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I would be That's so good, bad. Yeah, you might have been the original, original furry. The original like furry. Yeah. I like that. Um, did they think, is this, is this the, ins <laughs> the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the boy who cried wolf? Oh. oh, you know, maybe they thought somebody was reenacting the bit where the wolf comes. <laughs> like, okay. And he actually was murdering all this guy's friends. Yeah. And they were like, we're not going to help you. <laughs> you told too many lies. Oh, it's actually a serial killer. Okay. That's a good, that's a good answer. Taylor. Did they think he was a wolf? Hey, I mean, she. No. <laughs> See where you're going sort with that one? And anyone from the audience, what do they think he was? Werewolf, correct. Oh, Thank you. Where? Finally, a sensible answer. <laughs> um, yes, they thought it was either a demon from hell or sure. they thought that a werewolf lived among them. Uh huh. Oh, it was his disguise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. 
right, okay, got you. Got you. I was like, what do you mean he's a werewolf? Oh, right, it was his disguise. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's just what they thought. <laughs> I'm great but at this. this is the story. <laughs> Of the werewolf, werewolf. So they, I, sorry to interrupt. Go on. I didn't know they had werewolf stories in that. that yeah. It's, go on, 1582. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, isn't it Remus and Romulus or Rumbus and Remblon? <laughs> okay, I thought to myself, someone might say this, so I'm going to look into the history of what, werewolves the Roman that Empire? goes back past Twilight. And I, <laughs> I didn't, so... <laughs> But yes, the Roman Empire had like I think. Oh, is that the inception of werewolves? No, it's just the furthest one back I know. That's <laughs> more than fifty. But when you know the biting and stuff, when what's the origin of that? It's a good, it's a good question, Katie. I've got no idea. <laughs> but obviously, it was before this because this, this, you know, this so whole they've, story. They've got a folklore predating this guy. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And they're like, is this... that why he's wearing it, or is this just? A terrible coincidence. <laughs> yeah, I think he was like, I'm going to be a werewolf. I'm going to be a werewolf. Yeah, because okay. then like... He... The, these super superstitious people were going to eat up this story. Exactly. And he goes on to do like some werewolf shit. So he, um, it was the way he kills his victims. So the, the killer, <laughs> he started with cows. Um, so for years, bed, like Bedberg farmers were just kind of like, why are all our cows dying? Oh. Um, and it was this werewolf. Oh. Yeah, I just realized that you're saying bedberg and not bedbug. <laughs> <laughs> so American. That's kind of why I laughed at the name. <laughs> oh, yeah, bedberg. And I was like, wow, you guys are cynical. <laughs> <laughs> Do the, anything with that? The okay. cows had been ripped open as though a wild animal had attacked them. Um, but it turned out that wild animal was a man called Peter. <laughs> so, um, and that is Peter Stump. Side note, why was he called Peter Stump? <laughs> <laughs> Stump, he had stump for hands, maybe. Okay, a stump for a hand. Um, he just really loved trees. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, I'm relying on you for a dick joke. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, I had a dick joke, but it wasn't a joke. I was like, was it the original chode? But then I was like, no, do a pun. Go and on. I was going to be like, I'm stumped. Oh, Should have stuck with the dick joke. <laughs> I can see that now. Yeah. I mean, you were right. It was. It was because he had um, his left hand had been cut off in some kind of accident. And I don't get that, that you suddenly your surname changes to be the latest accident you've had. <laughs> like, I'd be like, Hannah pissed herself. <laughs> <laughs> like, like at school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. Maybe that drove him to kill. That's mean. Well, yeah. I mean, quite possibly. Um, and it, it does feel a bit harsh. And I don't know whether they gave him that name after... This all happened. But anyway, Peter was well known in this town. He, he was well respected. He was quite rich. Um, what do you think his job was? What kind of person is most likely to become a werewolf? <laughs> Which might not have been a question you thought you'd be asked this morning. <laughs> Who's most likely to become <laughs> Just in terms of a job. Oh, sounds like an accountant. <laughs> so he was wealthy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not a... Whisper that louder, please. <laughs> a butcher? A butcher. That's a nice idea. Feels like he'd be more skilled with those cows. Yes. I mean, I was going to say farmer, but is that like a rich... Yes, back yeah. in those days, yeah. before like the you supermarkets would. were undercutting them mm. or whatever is happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, and you know what? I'm going to give it to you. You're absolutely nailing this because, yes, he was a I farmer. Mean, Come on, guys. Like, you can do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the force. 
Yeah, so he presumably killed some of his own cattle to make it look less suspicious. Uh -huh. um, he was a widower, had two grown-up children's. Um, children. Look <laughs> Anyway, this is where it actually gets, it gets pretty dark. And Peter's victims were mostly women and children. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I don't know why I responded like that. What did you say? Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I love that reaction. Yeah. You were like, Ooh. You're like, oh. like the Titanic, <laughs> women and children first. And... Um, so he, would, he was a widower, so his wife had died. Yeah, I'm yeah. presuming he killed her already. Nice, okay. I'm profiling him. <gasps> Maybe she cut off his hand in a struggle. <gasps> Maybe she gave him the nickname Stumpy. Yeah. I like that we're just delving into her marriage instead of the nervous yeah. side. It's like, oh my God, do you think you like farted in bed? <laughs> I need more than a stump, Peter. <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> There's your dick joke. <laughs> There's your dick joke. <laughs> so he would, thank, thank you. Um, he would kill and mutilate them. It's always weird going off a laugh straight into that. <laughs> so, um, so this carried on for a few years, and eventually, when the limbs of several missing people were found in a field, they were just like, do you know what? The villagers were like, that's enough, actually. That is enough. <laughs> They're going to capture this fucking werewolf. Ooh. How do they do it? What's their plan? Um, they dig a big <laughs> hole and they get a net and nice. they cover it with leaves <laughs> and then they put a piece of cheese <laughs> on the other side okay. of the net hole. Very common werewolf delicacy, cheese. <laughs> German, lovely German cheese. Um, any advance on the cartoon cheese <laughs> contraction? <laughs> Well, they thought he was a werewolf, so maybe they decided to do a, like a song or a whistle Ooh. to yeah. call him out. Yeah, <gasps> that's good. To nice. like bring him into the yeah. Okay, field. so they do something quite high pitched whistle. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> a flowing. I really hope someone walks in now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, come in, come in. <laughs> Did they get some silver bullets ready too? Ooh, silver bullets. I'm wondering if someone sort of went undercover as a victim <laughs> and was... What? <laughs> you know. What do you mean? Just like, like, explain how that would work. <laughs> pretending well, to like be vulnerable. I'm wondering if, if most of the victims were women and children, maybe a woman volunteered to go undercover but was armed <gasps> yeah, and oh. was ready to kill him. <gasps> no. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Do you know what? It was just some blokes and their dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. Bit of a shame. Classic. But they were like, right, we're going to hunt him down. We've got the dogs on him. Um, so they hunted him for days and eventually they picked up his scent. Ooh. They chased him down and they were all convinced <laughs> <laughs> that they were chasing a real wolf. Like, I don't know how skinny this guy was or how big the wolf was that, killed, that he killed. Um, but when the dogs eventually cornered him, the also, men... he's un presumably upright the whole time. <laughs> 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 that wolf loves being on his hind legs. Ah! <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Get your shit together, Germany. It's <laughs> <laughs> a different time. <laughs> well, yeah, well, literally. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So the dogs had cornered this bloke. The men caught up with them and they were like, we've caught the werewolf. And they were like, is that you, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, holy shit, it's, it's, it's Peter Stump from the pub. <laughs> I guess, I don't know, from the tavern. And um, yeah, so Peter goes on trial for 16 counts of murder. Ooh. 12 of them children. Um, and at his trial, he confessed to everything and said he did it due to a magic belt of wolf fur that he was given when he was 12. Uh-huh. Wait, what? My yes. question to you is, what, what presents did you get when you were 12? <laughs> <laughs> you get, I got a power workshop, I think. That's, you know, lovely. I got a Mr. Frosty. Um, does anyone actually remember what they got when they were 12? I'm just yeah, genuinely I got interested. a Game Boy. Nice. Okay. Did a Mr. Frosty make slushies? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wanted one of those so bad. It was called a Snoopy snow cone machine. Never got one. I think I got a Polly Pocket. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, like Polly Polly Pocket. I loved Polly Pocket. It's <laughs> lovely. I got a stick in a hoop. <laughs> so he blamed the whole thing. He uh -huh. was pretending he was a werewolf. That was his defense. And it was because of this magic belt. Yes. And who okay. did he say gave him the belt? Oh. Oh, he's got to blame it on a woman. <laughs> okay. Is there She's a dead wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She buys all my clothes. <laughs> Is there a grandpa stump? Okay, grandpa stump. Yeah. Emmy, any advance on mm. a woman or grandpa yeah. stump? Who would have the devil? Oh no, that can't. Work. Sorry. When he was twelve. Yeah, when he was twelve. Yeah. Mm. So it can't be his wife then, can it? Oh, so they did marry young in those days. <laughs> twelve. <laughs> Eight. I'm I going to chartered sweethearts. Sweethearts. <laughs> I'm going to go with an actual werewolf. An actual werewolf gave yeah. it to him. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. It Guys, wasn't the devil. I shouted devil. It was the devil. It was the devil. It was the devil. It was the devil. Bloody is. Um, <laughs> it was the devil himself. Um, oh. He said, Peter "Hey, said, Peter, have a belt." <laughs> <laughs> It'll look great with those trousers. Plus, you'll kill people for me. <laughs> I don't know why the devil is Cookie Monster. <laughs> um, he said that when he put the belt on, he transfor it transformed him into, and I quote, the likeness of a greedy, devouring wolf, strong and mighty, with eyes great and large, within the which in the night sparkled like brands of fire, a mouth great and wide, with most sharp and cruel teeth, a huge body and mighty paw. You realise he just went through puberty. Like, that's <laughs> all this is. Like, that was his first wank. 
<laughs> Holy shit. Watch and it's going to be my 500th. <laughs> anyway, um, so then... So he said that when he took off the bell, he believed that he returned to his human form. So in his mind, he was turning into a werewolf with this belt that he'd got from the devil. But he has also got a fucking wolf skin that he's putting on. Yeah. So it's not a transformation. He's he's putting on a jacket to do this. (laughs) Yeah, that's a very good point. Like, how does this belt look? Like, is it sort of high-waisted? Like, what? Like, he puts on a werewolf skin and then he puts a belt on and nobody thought to think that that was an actual human being. Yeah. Yeah. And also, after he did it once, why did he keep putting it back on? That's a very good point. And I wonder whether he even, like, bothered with the full moon shit. Because did he, you know... Yeah. Because people would be like, oh, it's a werewolf, but that's a crescent moon. Mm. (laughs) All the purists. (laughs) Oh, I smell bullshit, actually. Um, If you're going to do a conspiracy theory, be consistent. (laughs) Um, My favourite bit as well of research that I read when I was researching this case was... uh, They'd put, rather conspiratorially, said, after his arrest, no such belt was ever found. Mm. As if they were going to find one and go, it was the devil. (laughs) Yeah. 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 As if any of the rest of his story was remotely true. (laughs) (laughs) If only we could find a belt, then we could believe him. (laughs) Um, So what was the most damning bit of evidence? What was the thing that made people go, oh, my God, it has to be Peter Stump? Something about the way he looked... So there's just blood all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> it was, well, I will tell you, because it was that people who had witnessed the, um, the werewolf said that its left paw was missing. Oh, no. wow. Because it was a star. Yeah, and that I'm kind of like... very bright town. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> no, exactly. I'm like, you didn't see a werewolf, though, did you? No, because it was Peter. Um... <laughs> So, um, he admits to the murders, but why should we take these confessions with a pinch of salt? Oh. What would make you think he might not be telling the truth? What, that he hasn't done any murders? Yeah. And he's lying that he's done murders? Yeah. Well, because he's dressed as a fucking werewolf. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He's not of sound mind, yeah. <laughs> what, is he covering for someone else? Okay. Is that the implication? Oh. Is he a fantasist? Well, I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> Casey actually quite likes them. Yeah. Only 12 children he killed. Okay. Um, I, no, I don't. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, it's like... It's something was happening to him here. when he was confessing. Torture. Oh. Oh. Is that a review of the show, or <laughs> is, is that answer? A, a, man said, a man yelled torture. <laughs> it's um, clearly too much. <laughs> um, it, it, yes, sir, correct. It is torture. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so he has been, um, pretty much the whole time, he's on like a rack being stretched, and they're going like, was it you, Peter? And he's like, no! Like, was it you? Yeah, it was, it was me. Um, to be honest, it feels oh. like it was definitely him because they did find him in his werewolf suit. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, but sometimes, you know, when there's torture, you're yeah. like... Yeah, when you're stretching sure. your skin and all that. And yeah. yeah. Arms are, it's yeah. inadmissible. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know some words. We know now. words. <laughs> Not many. It's inadmissible, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he was executed, okay. guys. You you came here for a true crime podcast. And you oh. came here for an execution. So uh, 
His body was strapped, spread eagle, onto a large wheel uh, with red-hot pincers. So he was held there with red-hot pincers. Then the flesh was pulled from his bones in ten ten spots. You choose where. Um, His arms and legs were broken with a large axe. And his head was cut off. They did not fuck about. That is the definition of overkill. (laughs) Literally. Like, that must be where that word comes. That is just... We get it. Yeah. That is excessive. So the town tried to stop Yikes. anyone else uh, going the way of the devil. How did they do that? They, they gave a warning to everyone in Bedburg, like, do not take belts from strangers, I guess. <laughs> also, what was it, what was it that, they, um, that they did, that they displayed? Oh, did they give people pieces of him? Ooh, okay. Yeah, is his body all over the town. Okay. Like a hand here and a foot there yeah. and a stump there. A st- <laughs> Okay. Did they give a re- was it like a superstitious thing to keep the devil away, or was it more of a warning to not? I'd say a warning like to others. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. photograph of his gruesome. Not a photograph. <laughs> <laughs> I I know the word Is inadmissible. To- I know history. Something to do with the costume. The the the, the costume. The werewolf costume. Maybe they got you to sniff it. <laughs> <laughs> so that you. <laughs> it's gross. You don't want to do this. <laughs> I remember they did that. You had to, you could sniff uh, Harold Shipman's slacks at one point. That was the thing. no. You could you couldn't do that. Just in case. Anyone? That's uh, that was me being very naive. <laughs> so um, okay, we've got sniff it. We've got uh, a photograph. <laughs> when I say photograph, I'm being metaphorical because I know all about history. <laughs> it was a picture. Okay, okay, a picture. Yeah, I feel like it would have been a threat. This feels like a head on a spike Mm. situation. Like a mummy or something like that. Yes, it was a head on a spike situation, yes. They erected a pole displaying the torture wheel, and on top of that, they popped Peter Stump's severed head. So you probably, you'd see that and you go, probably won't. Yeah. Probably won't murder 12 children (laughs) now. (laughs) I was was on the fence, but now (laughs) now I've seen that. So like, I think these kind of stories that are from so long ago, you sometimes think like, okay, how much of it is true? How much of it is folklore? Like, for example, like Peter allegedly killed his own son and ate his brains. Yeah. (laughs) That lady in the front row just went, "Mm." (laughs) you know. So, you know, with things like that, I'm a bit like, maybe that was a bit... That went too far for me, if I'm mm. honest. That, that's, the, that's the cuttle for you, was the brain eating. <laughs> because, like, but there were some texts written about the werewolf at Bedberg at the time that it was happening that sort of makes you think, oh, okay, some of this stuff. Is, and there was definitely a trial. They have things in the yeah, trial. Okay. Um, there was a guy called George Bohr. He wrote The Damnable Life and Death of Stub Peter. Um, and um, just two years after, that was just two years after his trial. And then in 16, no, in 1580, there was a 16 page pamphlet published in London all about this story. Um, two copies of this still exist. Ooh, Where wow. do you think they are? In my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> the, the British Library. Okay. And One of them. The um, Natural History Museum. Natural History Museum, yeah. nice. Boris Johnson's pants. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in Germany. The second most horrible thing in the Oh, wait, it was in... I love it as well that we have a, like, we won't update our reference. Oh, no, we could, well, we could say Liz Truss's pants, couldn't we? 
Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Leeds. I'm sorry. It's only the first show when I'm talking about Liz Truss's All I know is they're inside out and backwards. (laughs) You can just tell. (laughs) Never seen such a confused person. It's a a thong as well, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, God. Like, we've talked about murder, and that was... <laughs> that was we the line, yeah. <laughs> All right, Leeds. Yeah, can we talk about those devoured children, please? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I do wonder in these cases... Well, I mean, we know that there was a trial, so probably the murders did happen. But I do yeah. wonder sometimes when we go back this far, was it just some poor guy who wanted to grow his hair a bit longer than the rest of the town and this is what happens, you know? Oh, do you think they were People trying to be like, persecuted you can't be it. a hippie, we must all conform. Yeah, it was oh. like the original the original hippie that just, maybe he just wanted a furry jacket. Yeah. It's very cold in Germany, especially back then. <laughs> it, was, it was colder in the olden days. It was. <laughs> Climate change had not ravaged us yet. <laughs> um, wait, these two pamphlets are in London. No, sorry, they were they were published in no. There was a pamphlet <laughs> published in London, and there's two in existence. Yes, and I. So we've. I've. Okay, so we have. British Museum wasn't correct. <laughs> British Museum is correct, but well, I don't. Katie did said Taylor that. Say Katie that? Said no, you that. said oh, British I know, Library. I said British Katie. Library. Oh, she is said. It was a natural history. But you said British, so. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a low bar. <laughs> But also, the second one is, like, weirdly, Lambeth Library. Lambeth oh, so Library? it is a library. I, yeah. Why? But, I mean, it's probably a nice library. I don't know. Um, did they fold pamphlets the same way back then? That's the kind of thing my brain wants to know. <laughs> the two-fold system? Or, okay. I'll find out. <laughs> Visit Lambeth. Yeah, let's or go. Or Liz Truss's pants. <laughs> so, in, um, in 1920, um, occultist Montague Summers... That's a great name, isn't it? That is. Hi, Montague Summers, pleased to meet you. Um, <laughs> he referenced the pamphlet in his book, and I'll just finish this, the, this case of the, the, werewolf, uh, the, Be- the Werewolf of Bedburg by telling you the title of his book, because it's just so long. It's just the longest book title in the world, and I was just like, that's impressive. So it's called The Supernatural Omnibus, being a collection of stories of apparitions, <laughs> witchcraft, werewolves, diabolicism, necromancy, Satanism, divination, sorcery, voodoo, possession, occult, doom, and destiny. For fuck's sake. <laughs> God. I mean, it just sounds like a bit of a good read, doesn't it? <laughs> Honestly. Oh, my like, if, if anything's going to make you think this guy doesn't know how to edit a book, it's going to be the right? most boring, long winded fucking piece of shit you'll ever try <laughs> he can't even do titles I'm not going near it <laughs> I know wow damning 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 um, so <laughs> that sort of brings us to the end of our story about the uh, the werewolf of, of Bedburg so um, here's two werewolves not actually existing cheers <laughs> <laughs> now we've got to that special time in the uh, in the Ooh. show where we ask one of you if you have got if you have ever been the victim of a crime. Now, uh, oh, I win, always love to say You this. win Prosecco, remember? We win Prosecco. So by show of hand, possibly. Oh, okay. Oh, We've got a show off. There's a lady up there. There's a man I can't see. And there's someone see in the back. Oh, oh, my God, so many people. This is great. I'm going to go um, with the person who is nearest to me. So give her a round of applause. Oh, should we have a microphone over here? Yeah, further. Um, See, so what is your name? My name's Gemma. Gemma. Hi, Gemma. Hi. When have you been a victim of a crime? Um, 
technically I was the victim of a hit and run when <gasps> I was 17. Oh, oh no. But it's technically that I'm interested. Technically. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it was, I was going to a Malik Street Preachers concert. Nice. Um, I was crossing <laughs> the road. A car came out of nowhere and hit me. Oh, um, my goodness. Whilst I was wearing fairy wings and a plastic tiara and oh. carrying a bottle of wine in my hands. Um, as I went across the bonnet and came out the other side, and then the two people that were in the car got out and they were in uniform, and I panicked that they were police officers because I was carrying wine and I was strange. Oh my god, you're like these people that have hit me with their car. And I was like, like do oh me for underage drinking. I'm going to get told off for being run over. Oh um, <laughs> it was. It wasn't the police. It was two members of the St John's ambulance. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's been a slow night. I fancy doing something. So, yeah, like, oh, we'll give ourselves something more intense and entertaining than, like, wow. being run over. Well, you couldn't have been hit by better people. <laughs> well, that was the thing. They, like, they took me inside, and my whole thing was, like, as I went over the bonnet, I heard the, like, collective glass of, like, 2,000, like, Malix fans going... <gasps> Oh, wow. Um, as I went over. <gasps> and then all I was, because I was in shock once I got to the other side of it, I was just excited that I got to go in first because they took me <laughs> in. And they were, like, doing the whole sort of, like, how many fingers thing. And I'm like, oh. yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Just let me go in. I wasn't fine. But they oh, let me go in. No. So uh, you went to the concert? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And when so I was 17, I was like, I cannot die. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's yeah. fine. Like, and when you say it wasn't fine, what was what had, what injuries um, did you have? Well, at like three o'clock in the morning when I, my mum eventually took me to hospital because I got home. Oh, late, wow. And uh, I had like those, you know, these huge big baggy skate jeans of like yeah. 90s and I lifted them up and my legs were the same size as them. Oh gosh. <gasps> oh, that's no. why you, that's why we wore them. Just I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, my legs are so huge. And they were like, yeah, we need to take you to hospital. Oh, Jesus. Um, and the doctor was like, well, it says here you were hit at seven o'clock this, this evening. It's now three o'clock in the evening. Where are you? And just my mum going, have you heard of moshing? I'm <laughs> 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 to die. Um, so, yeah, I ended up um, having to not be able to walk for quite a long time and fucking up my A-levels, but it's a really good gig. Oh, my <laughs> God. Sweet. I mean, I think so the question... I mean, yeah, round of applause, yeah. please. <laughs> oh, my God. But I mean, also, the, the question... Go on. Can I just say, when you said hit and run, <laughs> you said St John's Ambulance, I thought they hit and run. They were the ones that hit me. But they well, you run. said hit and run, so I thought that they but were going to... I said, I'm fine. <laughs> they left me. Which, oh, they did. Uh, so yeah, it was technically like, a hit and yeah, run. Yeah, so that's why it's technically. Yeah. It's technically. Okay. They were like, you okay? So yeah, you know, but yeah. like when I got home, my mum was like, well, did they call the police? And I was like, well, no, because I was fine. And oh, she was like, no, wow. you're actually supposed uh, to call the police okay, if, you yeah. if you run someone over. Right. You're not supposed to just check on them and then leave And then them. let them go to a yeah. concert. <laughs> That's officially a hit and run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it feels yeah. better. But I think the question on all our lips, though, is like... um. How was the bottle of wine? Did it survive? Uh, it did. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you like, no! <laughs> That was the first thing I checked when I got up out of the bottle. <laughs> um, my bra broke, which was quite traumatic. Oh, wow. <laughs> but the wine was fine. Oh, thank <laughs> God. You protected it. <laughs> 
Did you just have? I'm just picturing like the little bent wings. Yeah, <laughs> just sort of. I just kind of got up, kind of like I'm the fairy. I'm fine. I'm just fine. This mangled I'm fairy. Absolutely fine. I just yeah. Oh, um, for the love of the band, can yeah. I? Get it? Yeah, get Thank it up! That was a great story. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amazing. Okay. Um, we've got just enough time to say, Emmy, like, what are you up to? Where can we find you? Tell the people who are listening to yes. the podcast, as well as the wonderful people of Leeds, where can we find you? Where can you find me? Well, you can find me at Emmy Essien on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Well, thank you so oh, thank much. You, um, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, Leeds. Give yourself a round of applause. You've been amazing. So, we've got a 20-minute break, um, and then we will be back for some more torture. So, Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.